there, and welcome back to Take One, the podcast that brings you just one new page of Talmud every day. That's right, I said new. You've heard the brand new theme music. It could only mean one thing. Tractate Chagiga is in a rearview mirror, and here comes the next one, and it's a doozy. Masechet Yevamot, as always, to explain we ought to look forward to what's in the hopper for the next tractate is our teacher and our friend back again to guide and enlighten us. Hello to you, Rabbi David Bashevkin. Leo, what an absolute joy to introduce not only tractate Yavamos, but to begin an entire new order known as Tractate Nushim, which talks all about family life and family bonds. Nushim being, of course, women in Hebrew. Correct. Nushim being women in Hebrew. But it's not just about women. It's what it's called colloquially. But really what this tractate is about is about all of those family bonds that connect us. And it's kind of really strange that we begin the story about family life with this kind of dare I say, a horrific story that Yavamos is couched upon. What is Yavamos? So it's one of those words, and there are a bunch of them, where the translation actually makes it more confusing than helping in any way. Yavamos is normally translated as leverite marriage, as if that's a term that we use in our day-to-day life. I would I would compare it to the word phylacteries as the translation to fill in. <laughs> You're not helping anybody. Nobody knows what phylactery means either. Let's just explain exactly what Yavamos is. And what Yavamos is is really a tragic, painful story about a marriage where the marriage did not produce any children and the husband dies. And the question is, now the husband's brother has a responsibility to marry his sister-in-law, which is normally prohibited. He has a responsibility to marry his sister-in-law and to so to speak, continue the lifeline, the bloodline of his brother with his ex-wife. And if she decides not to continue this family, there is a separate ceremony known as chalitza. Yevamos, so to speak, is the marriage and relationship that this brother-in-law has with this now spouse who is mourning over the loss of this person's brother, break out your family trees. And if she decides not to go through with it, she doesn't want to, there is a ceremony known as chalitza, which we'll talk about, which involves a shoe, maybe a little bit of spitting. We'll get into some of the details about that soon. And my question that has always bothered me is like, why is this the introduction to family life? Like, why don't we talk about marriage first? Why don't we talk about divorce all of which are discussed in this order, why do we start with such this complicated... With spitting in the shoe of your dead brother's wife. Exactly. Or marrying your dead brother's wife. Well, welcome to Judaism. Well, welcome to Judaism. Like, it's so beautiful. Why don't we start with, like, the chuppah? What about, what about breaking the glass? Like, that's a nicer thing to begin with. But I think there's actually something incredibly moving about why we start with this. Because at the heart of Tractate Yuvamos is really a story that is couched in tragedy because it does necessitate a death. It is couched in tragedy, but it highlights the responsibility that emerges from family. That family is not just a bond, but with that bond comes an immutability 
an enduring responsibility that continues to link us even after death. And with this, we can actually understand something that is so remarkable and so fascinating that maybe a few people will notice in the course of this tractate, or maybe you've noticed it on an early Shavuos morning when you read the book of Ruth. The book of Ruth is the source, and the book of Ruth is the story of the conversion of Ruth. And there are two things that emerge from this story, and we're going to be coming back to it over and over again in this tractate. The book of Ruth is the source for a lot of the rules and laws of Yibum, Yavamos, and Chalitza, the ceremony of spitting in the shoe. It is also the source for a lot of the rules and procedures for conversion, for actually converting into the Jewish people. And it's like strange juxtaposition. Like, what does Yavamos have to do with the laws of conversion, all of which happen to be buried in this very tractate? This very tractate has all of the laws of converting into the Jewish people. And I believe that they actually are inexorably connected. Because if Yuvamos is telling us that even within tragedy, there is a responsibility of family, there is an enduring obligation and connection that connects us even after death, even in difficulty, even in pain, we still remain connected as a family and we are responsible to one another. There are obligations that we have as a family. Then this actually, in many ways, is connected to the very notion of conversion itself. Because conversion to Judaism, as we will explore, is not conversion into a religion. It is a conversion into a family. And it highlights at the very core and essence of what Jewish identity is all about, which is not a religious ideology exclusively, even more so buried at the heart of it is a familial responsibility. And that's actually what we learn from the story of Ruth, that at the heart of the conversion process is the familial connection of the Jewish people and the ability to extend our boundaries and build entry points for people to join the family of the Jewish people. And what is so beautiful about the laws of conversion is that when the convert comes in, we talk about the tragedy and the difficulties of Jewish peoplehood the same way that Yuvamos begins Jewish family life with the tragedy and death of a husband who dies without children. Because even though there is tragedy and difficulty in Jewish history, what really bonds us is the familial connection that weaves through throughout Jewish history, and that really is an entry point, an entryway to join the Jewish people through conversion itself. And what I always find so moving is that we only have a process to enter the Jewish people. There is no process to exit the Jewish people. We are basically the Hotel California of religion. You could check out anytime you want, but you can never leave. Exactly. And that is exactly what the Jewish people are all about. It is the reminder that at the heart of Tractate Yavamos and at the heart of Jewish peoplehood is this enduring entrance of how you join a family and the immutable obligations and responsibilities that follow us no matter what the tragedy is, no matter what the difficulty is. Those family binds us, obligate us, they animate us, and they inspire us no matter what tribulation we may have, our Jewish identity endures and remains immutable. Rabbi David Bashevkin, I cannot think of a better family member with whom to traverse this amazing tractate, and I look forward 
to everything that comes next. Thank you so much for being our guest. My absolute pleasure. This has been Take One, a production of Tablet Studios. If you enjoy this show, and I hope you do, please go and rate and review us on iTunes or whatever platform you use to listen to podcasts. Each week, we'll be releasing new episodes Monday through Friday, covering the entire weekly portion of Dafyomi. I'm your host, Leah Leibowitz, and our producers are Daron Skay, Josh Cross, Robert Scarmuccia, Sarah Fredman-Ader, and Quinn Waller. For more information, go to tabletmag.com slash takeone or email us at takeone at tabletmag.com. You could find us on Twitter at takeonedafyomi or join our Facebook group by searching for Take One Podcast. I hope we've made your day a little bit more Talmudic and we'll see you again soon.